Welcome, everybody. Hey. Welcome. Oh. How are Two you welcomes. out there in, in podcast land? How are you on your, your headphones? Which ear do I sound louder in? These are existential questions you should think about. I don't know if they're existential. Really take the time. Does Chuck sound like he's in your left ear? Do I sound like I'm in your right ear? I could actually make that happen if I was when, when editing the podcast. Oh, the magic of equalizing. Then they could sit and, and imagine that that they're sitting at a table with us. And we could, could. Sell, we could sell cardboard cutouts of me and you, and they could put them in their seats, and then one's in the left, one's in the right, and, you know? And they could just stare off at the wall? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think our listeners do? Not that we have listeners, but what do you think our listener does when he or she listens to this? You think it's a commute kind of thing? Is it a commute? I think it's mostly driving. Yeah. There's got to be at least one that listens to us, like, while they're pooping. Sure. I'm sure it's happened. How do you feel knowing that someone has listened to you while pooping? I feel fine. I hope everything's coming out okay. I was going to say, <laughs> we should root that person on right now. <laughs> I don't think we should. Nope, probably not. I have weird ideas. Yeah. I'm Bill. I'm the one with the weird ideas. Oh, right. The, yeah. I, I'm Chuck. I'm the one who... Uh, Poo-poo's my weird she- ideas. Poo-poo, you <laughs> yeah. see how I brought that back? Wow, that was, uh, that was a good one. We're off to a great start. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, it's been, a while, it's been a while since we've been re- since we've recorded. It has been. I thought you died. I thought you got trampled by a horse. No, I, there were no horse uh, trampling accidents. Uh, the Kentucky Derby was the last episode we did. We did the, the ramp up to the Kentucky Derby. I can uh, say that... All of our picks failed in spectacular fashion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> J-Boy's Echo was... was J-Boy's good. Echo was terrible. Garbage. Yeah. J-Boy's Echo was the worst horse in the world. <laughs> I watched the race. I watched the race just to see. And like immediately from the beginning, it's like, oh no. All right. Well, there goes... There, goes, there wasn't even like a sliver of hope. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a strange event. So I guess I, we can recap this a bit, even though it was so long ago. Um, yeah. It's a strange event in that uh, when you watch a basketball game or a football game and say your team goes down by a touchdown or 10 points, it's like, oh, well, there's plenty of time for it to come back. Mm-hmm. The Kentucky Derby is, is 65 seconds long. Yeah. As soon as your horse has has failed, it's like, oh, well, this is over. And now this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he, he got a bad start. And now there's he has a minute to catch up and he can't because the other horses are fast, too. Ugh. Um. I, I, I re-listened to our Kentucky Derby episode, and we had a few questions that I'm now capable of answering. Oh, yes. Yeah, so let's hear that. I guess the first part, it was a, fu- it was a fun event. Um, I kind of went, and there's a there's a Hunter S. Thompson piece that he wrote in the 70s about going to the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. And, and he kind of put it in this frame of it being a wild, debaucherous, insane party. And I think it kind of took on that uh, kind of feel. Yep. It's not. It's pretty tame. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like everyone's drinking, but... At least where I was, I wasn't in the infield. So, on the in, inner part of the track, it's just a big field, right. and apparently that's where those are the, the kind of general admission tickets, and the, it was pretty cheap to get in there. Um, so maybe that's a little bit different. I was in a section, and I right. did not pay for this, but I was in a section that was uh, pretty expensive to get to. So I feel like, and it was also the biggest section there. There was maybe like thirty thousand people in this kind of the lower bowl, mm-hmm. and like everyone was drinking, but there was no like. 
debauchery. There were no, like, people going crazy or fights or, like, I don't know what to expect. I kind of thought it was going to be, like, a crazy, uh, terrible Woodstock meets Kid Rock <laughs> concert meets Fancy yeah. Horse thing. Yeah. And it was none of that. It was just kind of um, mostly middle age and above old white people. That was going to be put- my question. Puttering around. Puttering. Uh, yeah, they were just puttering around for like eight hours, slowly drinking their drinks. Um, your question was going to be the the demographics. Yeah, I was going to say oh, your section so, was probably older people, right? Because it was a rich section. It was. It was. So my section, it's it's not so much section sections like you see a stadium. It's just a, it's a long. Basically, it's half of a stadium. Okay. There are these um defined boxes that are maybe ten foot by ten foot that are kind of railed off, and you go and and you pay for this box. And the box seats six people, but there are no chairs in it. There are folding chairs. You go and put all your stuff down in the box because what's odd about the Kentucky Derby is they let you bring stuff from the outside in. You can bring food and drink inside. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's weird. So you go in and you take your sandwiches and your stuff and you kind of plop it down in your box. And then the rule of the Kentucky Derby is this. If you have a box, um, you can go wherever you want so long as it is beneath your row. You can't travel up. You can travel down, and then what you do is walk around all day. <laughs> you get there at noon, and the race is at six, and you just kind of putter around the sta- the the stadium. And there were no and pre-races, so that so there are a million there there are there's a race every hour basically. Oh, okay. With a different set of horses, it's not the same horses, right? And then some people you can either go up to the betting lines and bet on each race, or if you're a smart person who lives in 2017, like normal people do. There's an app. Yeah. You download the app and you just see the horses and you say, I would bet $5 on this horse, 5 on this one, 5 on this one, 5 on this one. Oh, and it shows cool. the It shows you the odds and you, just, you kind of do your bets for a minute and then you put your phone in your pocket and then you wander off, you grab a drink and you're stump, you're puttering around the arena and then they do like a horn thing. Like, oh, the race is starting. You pull the app up and you see that you've bet on some horse with a crazy name. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had written them down. Maybe we can look it up. The So there was like 70 horses that raced. Wow, some pretty good names. Some pretty good names in there. <laughs> oh, I'll have, yeah. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, and so like that kind of keeps the action going. But there's an hour between each race. Each race is a minute long. <laughs> yep. So the race happens, and then it's like, okay, what do we do for the next hour? I guess you just putter around and talk to people, and that's all it was. It was just kind of meandering about. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there was no like the, music or anything like like no performances no no there's nothing uh, because like no in between clowns. races there, there I'm sure there were clowns I didn't see any clowns <laughs> um, I'm sure there was the best person there's like a lot of fancy dresses you kind of see people in cool suits and dresses and you say oh that's a cool thing let's talk about how you were here and you just kind of talk to people the best suit I saw was some guy had a full uh, jacket and pants that were. Um, would you say decorated? I guess decorated, but it was sewn into the fabric of the suit. Uh, was a Pac-Man map. Oh my god! Ooh. His entire suit was a Pac-Man map, and it was pretty awesome. Oh, that's incredible! And so does that so you then you say, "Hey, Pac-Man guy, what's the deal with this?" And he tells you <laughs> that you know. It, but you just see that with everybody. Like there are people with all kinds of hats, and and that's all you do. It's just all day of that. The drinks are exorbitantly expensive. Like a Bud Light can is fifteen dollars. Oh my like, god, Jesus I spent, Christ! I think we ended up spending. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, but we spent, I think, $200 on betting, and we, we won 180 of it back. It's not bad. Yeah, so we lost 20 bucks gambling, because you do it, like, 30 bucks at a time, because there's each race. Yeah. 
I spent between me and Alex four hundred dollars on alcohol. Oh my god! Like, did you have like a what is that drink? Mint juleps or something? I had a, had a because what you would do is like, hey, I'm gonna hit the bar. Does anyone want anything? And four people would say yes, mm-hmm. and that's sixty dollars. Oh my god! So it's like <laughs> exactly it was insane. Um, but it was a good time, and our horses did terrible. I don't remember who won. Um, and that that was about it. I I, I would recommend going to it. If you can afford it, I again I couldn't I could not personally afford the tickets I had. I was very lucky to get the ones I went to. Considering I didn't pay for it, it was a lot of fun. Nice. I I wouldn't I wouldn't buy those tickets again. But it was it was a cool <laughs> little event. <laughs> and that's the Kentucky Derby recap. And never listen to us for any gambling advice ever again. Okay. I I yeah. Talk for <laughs> considering our gambling <laughs> advice is just choose the best name. That's right. <laughs> I don't think people were were thinking about that. I tell you, Ima- I th- imagine if someone like emailed us like, "Oh, on your recommendation, I bet like fifty bucks on Jay Boy's Echo." <laughs> I tell you, there there was the thing before we traced though because, like, the reason they call stuff a horse race, like, "Oh, well, it's a horse race," is for a reason. They're just wild animals, and occasionally one can run faster. Yep. Before that race, even though Jay Boy's Echo, like before the race, he was forty to one. Like it wasn't even. Everyone knew going in, he was the worst horse to pick. He was, I was still kind of like, this is going to happen. I was like, yeah. this is going to happen. I'm going to win this thing. It's that's gonna, how I gambling was, works. <laughs> that's right. So that's, that's, our, that's the official Foolish Kentucky Derby recap, and I think we can move on from horse racing forever. We can. Good. It, will, it will never be spoken of again, probably. <laughs> never again. <laughs> so I just got back into Rhode Island today. Oh, no kidding. I was in Pennsylvania. Do you say that every time you've, like, crossed the border to Massachusetts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> anytime I'm outside, anytime it takes me, like, more than three hours to drive somewhere. <sighs> I was out of state yesterday. I went to the uh, the mall it's five miles from my house in Massachusetts. I'm back yeah. in the state. Yeah, when you live in Rhode Island, leaving the state is not a hard uh, goal. No, anyway, I went to Pennsylvania to do a training. Bill, I have um, a question. Oh, God, I hate when you... What time was it? <laughs> what was what the temperature? Part? What was the humidity? The dew what point part? was like 38 degrees. Are we talking Pittsburgh, Gettysburg? You're going out west? What kind of Pennsylvania? Pottsville. Was that where in the state? Were you closer to uh, New York City or out in the woods? It's like the eastern side of Pennsylvania. Okay. That's, that's... Southeastern side. Okay, go ahead. And so the drive absolutely sucked. I got, um, in New York, I got stuck in the Holland Tunnel, and it. I felt like I was in, like, India. You know when you see those videos of, like, the drivers in India and how it's just mass chaos? And oh, yeah. And there's, like, no streetlights, there's no, there's just bikers going horizontally across the street, like, no signals at all. Yeah, it's like when you see, like, a, like a herd of, like, uh, bison in yeah. Montana or something, or, like, a, a herd of cattle. It's just a billion masses moving slowly in one direction, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, somehow, and somehow no one gets, like, hit, no one dies or anything like that, but... Well, because everyone's moving, everyone's moving at one mile an hour. <laughs> so, at one point, I was in the middle of an intersection for th- six minutes. Wow. Um, not intentionally. Like, the traffic just stopped as soon as I got to the intersection, and there was a bus just beeping at me. For six minutes, that was going horizontally toward me, and for those six minutes, I just glanced over occasionally, and I could just see the bus driver. He's like four feet away from me, just angry, just scowling at me. What did he expect you to do? I don't know, but 
I just I just started laughing at one point because I'm like, no one's following the law. Everyone's just running this red light. No one mm-hmm. cares. It it's was the chaos. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like there were no rules. Uh, so, like, uh, I used to live. We used to live in D.C. and that drive was usually about eight and a half hours. Philly is about four and a half, maybe five. How yeah, long, it was supposed long? to be. It was supposed to be five. This added an extra two hours to my trip. Wow, so seven hours for what, like three hundred miles, maybe, maybe three fifty, somewhere in there. Yeah. So about the time I finally got past New York, um, I was pretty tired because I was supposed yeah. to get the hotel at like ten, but I got there at like midnight. So by the time I got past New York, I was like, okay, I need to stop at a rest stop and just you know get a drink and decompress. Mm-hmm. So I stopped at one of those rest stops that's like made for trucks. Sure. And it's open for twenty four hours and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And you go in there and they're selling like a bunch of CB equipment, which yep. <laughs> I've never seen like CB equipment on sale before. Um, so I walk into the bathroom. It's it's a public bathroom. Yeah. Um, there are like six urinals in there. Uh-huh. And there's probably a, like a six foot five man. Okay. Um, long hair. Very tan. Yep. yep. Completely nude. All the way, huh? No shoes or anything? Just all the way. Just all nude. Okay. What was he doing? Was he doing? Was he just standing in the corner like in Blair Witch? He was looking at the wall. So I didn't stay in there for very long. (laughs) Um, He was wiping himself off with paper towel. Well, he was wet, Bill. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) There was no showers in that room. There are some rest stops that have showers in them, but it's like dedicated shower rooms. First of all, never seen a public restroom with a shower in it. Uh, no, they are like rest stops, like for truckers, where they have like a like a separate room where you can shower in because they assume you're a truck guy. That you know, yeah, you're on the road for twenty hours and you go, okay, that's that's a good service actually. I kind of like this that. This was not one of those rooms. This was just a bathroom. <laughs> okay, how many? Uh, wait, for so we're multiple talking, like, men. Six urinals? Like this is like a. Yeah, this is this is for multiple people. It's like a highway rest stop with like a McDonald's in it yes. and a little. There's like one of those stands with all the maps. Yeah, there was and a subway in there. There were kids in the store. The, was no, there a I, penny I hope... press? <laughs> <laughs> a penny press? No. You know those things where you put a penny in, you spin the thing, and it spits out a flattened. There wasn't penny a penny with... press, but in the bathroom. Um, but there could have been. There co- oh, there absolutely could have been. But okay. in the bathroom, there was like one of those things where you could pay like. Fifty bucks for uh, fifty cents for aspirin and like another dollar sure. for like a condom. Okay. Like you mm-hmm. put quarters in there and stuff. So this this big tall tan guy was just in the middle. Were there clothes around him? Um, I didn't see them. <laughs> I walked in, saw that dude, was like, "Oh, sorry," and then left, and then was like, "Wait, why am I sorry? That's that's a <laughs> multiple multi bathroom." Did you make eye contact? I just no. He was like, I made eye contact with him but he was not looking at me he did not care about my presence he was not concerned about me being there all right and so i went and did some other stuff in the store for like 10 minutes like bought a drink and started drinking it (laughs) went to the subway that was in there and got like a sandwich and then luckily when i was done with that like 15 minutes later i walked in the bathroom and he was gone did you keep an eye on the door to see if he would come out and just to kind of see what he was wearing or what kind of person this, this this guy was. No, because I didn't want him like if he did see me out of the corner of his eye, I didn't I didn't want to have any conversation about this. Okay, like you didn't want to get ID. Right. I just wanted to ignorance is bliss to go back in the bathroom and hope that he was gone. And I opened the door so slowly the second time I kinda of like just like slowly oh peeked in. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> yeah. It was like a horror movie. Like, don't open the door. <laughs> 
Well, don't go to Pennsylvania. I think it's less than... It, it's in the... I was waiting to hear, like, commotion, like... Like, as I was eating my sandwich, I'm like, someone has to go in that bathroom and come out and, like, scream, oh, my God, of naked course. man. But of course. Nope. No one gave a shit. Nope. I was. <laughs> I don't know if that's just like, oh, that's naked Tom. He's in there all the time. It's just right. like. He's just, he's part of the attraction. <laughs> yeah. He's he's on one of those blue road signs. That it's just like gas. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Uh, Yankee Candle Outlet. And Naked Tom. <laughs> naked Tom. Yep. <laughs> Point six miles to the right. Yeah, I saw the sign. I thought it was like a Bigfoot crossing sign, but no, it was just Naked Tom. Did you see the sign? No, no, I didn't see the sign. It didn't open up your eyes? <laughs> I haven't told you about the Naked Man until now, because mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, how do I put on, that on yeah. Facebook or Twitter or anything? You'd- like, <laughs> hey, guys, saw a Naked Man. Like, like how, do I, how do I mention that? Well, seeing a Naked Man isn't, like... It's not jarring. I've seen naked men before. Of course. But. It's not like super out of the ordinary. Um, I guess it is out of the ordinary, but you wouldn't typically say, oh, I saw a naked man. This requires a story. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> walking into a rest stop at a Gulf gas station on Highway 94 or whatever it was. Yeah. Now having to go to the bathroom after driving for five and a half hours to the Holland Tunnel and seeing a 6'5 guy <laughs> naked wiping himself off. Yeah, unexpected nakedness is kind of. Yeah. It's a little bit jarring. That's true. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That they didn't even put one of those album stamps that say uh, parental advisory. Parental advisory on that bathroom. It was completely unexpected. There was nope. no MA seventeen or nope. That bathroom wasn't already. Yeah, it was completely unexpected. And but I think you're okay. I think you've come out come out of it strong, and I'm sure he's okay too. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm a better man for it. Best case scenario, let's say. Okay, most normal scenario. What was he doing? Um, maybe let's, he. Let's assume that he was a totally normal guy in a very extraordinary situation. What was happening to him at that moment? He spilled something all over him and like fucked up his clothes and had to like rinse them <sighs> off. And even if that was the case. Yeah. You'd buy a you'd buy a towel like a you'd grab a whole bunch of napkins or something. So the most logical thing is actually like I don't want to say it, but he uh, had some incontinence issues maybe while and he, he driving all really over far. everything. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And he pooped so much it got up to the top of his shirt, and he oh, just okay, okay. Well, no, I'm just. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Well, wait a minute. If if he did do that, like even if it didn't go to the top of his shirt, you would take your bottom completely off. At right. that point, you just take the shirt off. Who cares? I, that's why I want to know if he had his shoes on or not. <laughs> he did not. I don't believe he had his shoes on. But do you I, know? Are you sure? I didn't like take a picture. No, I'm not sure, Chuck. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> I am not positive. <laughs> I, I think if I had to put it together. Like, the first thing I saw was just that he had really long hair, and I'm like, oh my god, tall dude, long hair. Oh, everything else is, yeah. But everything even, okay. exposed. Let's say I had a very bad stomach accident in my car. Sure. I think what I do is run into the bathroom, get a whole bunch of towels, paper towels and toilet paper, run back to my car and do it in the in dethrone, de-robe in the car. Yeah, but you can't wash yourself off in there. You can't work. There's no shower in this bathroom. 
He could like get the paper towels and like wet them in the sink and Yeah. Okay. Do... So maybe Yeah. I guess that's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask him. You should have asked him. I feel like that like I feel like there had to have been like a family restroom like like one of those single ones. Oh, with like the baby changing station that you can go into yeah. and kind of lock yourself in for oh, a minute. Oh man, if he was laying on the baby changing station. <laughs> That would or be a much, like that would be a much go, better story. Like, go into the handicap stall, the big stall where you, you can. Yeah, I I've, yeah, I've never been in one, but they were they're big that you can get some room to move around. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm I didn't ask him. Well, you should have. I should have done a, a foolish interview just to. It was your job as a journalist, frankly, Bill, and you failed the American public. I'm sorry. But uh, anyways, we were talking about Ace Base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, it, it brings us to our to our. Uh, it brings us to a break. Ready to take a break? Yeah. All right. Break. Welcome back to Foolish the Podcast. We thank you for sticking around for that break, and uh, I just want to say that our, we're not sponsored by anything. Yep. But I, but I do use Dollar Shave Club. Do you really? And I shaved my face today. Oh, if you believe it or not, with Dollar Shave Club products, and I loved it. Uh, so again, they're not sponsoring us, and we're not being paid for this. But should you want to shave your face, you need to do it. I recommend using Dollar Shave Club, and a bunch of podcasts use that, and they have promo codes, so you can probably put in. Dollar Shave Club slash Bill Simmons podcast or Dollar Shave Club slash Spontanea Nation or Dollar Shave Club slash Pistol Shrimps or slash sure. Tony Bang Bang and there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a promo code in there somewhere. You'll get it eventually. <laughs> you won't get one for Foolish, but hey, yeah. if you want to, I, I recommend it because they do make a good product line. And again, we are not brought to you by them, but I, you know, let's make this a professional podcast. So, so Dollar Shave Club slash Foolish, you'll get a page error, and then just go back and put <laughs> in something a official. <laughs> But put in our code first, just to make the site ask, why are they keep putting in this site? We might want to find out about these guys. Uh, Marty? <laughs> yeah? Looking at the uh, analytics data, getting a lot of uh, slash foolish? What? Is that a, is that a, is that a Scott Ackerman thing? <laughs> I <laughs> Could be. That guy's done everything. All right. So no, it looks what? like these two schmucks. Just with like 30 listens. That's right. We'll give him a penny. <laughs> I would take a penny, um, actually. I would leave a penny. You would take and leave a penny? Yeah. Well, you're, I've, I've never taken or leaving a penny. Leaving? All right. Shut up. On a jet plane? <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to be back again. Speaking of songs. Speaking of songs, it's a great segue. Um, and our, this, this segment is brought to you by Great Segways. They're big sticks with wheels, and they get you around from place to place at a slightly faster speed than walking. Segway. It's brought to you by Subway. We're going to do... <laughs> we're going to name the official... We're going to name another official Foolish um, thing. Uh-huh. And the last Foolish thing we named the official thing of Foolish uh, lost its biggest uh, challenge in spectacular fashion, so... <laughs> So whatever song we name will suddenly not sell any albums ever again. That's right. And it's not song. So what we're going to name is we're going to name the official 
bad lyric of Foolish the Podcast is what we talked about. I think what I want to rename it to is just the official Foolish lyric. Oh, okay. So we're, we're different already. Perfect. <laughs> um, That's all right. I have the top pick in this draft, so you're going to go first. Uh, basically, we were talking about a song, and maybe it'll be in your list, and you said these are spectacularly bad lyrics, and we said, oh, we should name an official song with, we should name an official song with bad lyrics. And that's the most we've talked about it, so yeah. why don't you tell me about how you went into this, and you're going to make the first pick. Yeah, we were at karaoke and heard right. some songs, and we're like, oh, these lyrics are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about it. So what I went, ab- how I went about this is, um, first I went through my entire Spotify list, because I knew I had a couple in there. Then I thought about my karaoke performances, because a lot of times I'll sing a karaoke song and not know all the words, and then see the words while I'm singing it and be like, oh, those are the damn words? So it was a lot of that. And then it was a lot of just, uh, I-, I asked a couple of my coworkers mm-hmm. who are oh. who are like the same age as me. You crowdsourced. I did crowdsource a little bit. Before you get into it, and this is a legitimate question, you said you went through your Spotify list. Yeah, my Spotify songs. What kind of so just all the songs you've listened to? What, uh, yeah, just all the songs in the in the list, and saw like if. Uh, do you keep a playlist, or is it just the ones you, the songs you've listened? To? No, I just I have like I probably have like two or three hundred songs in there, and just kind of scrolled through and saw if one of them would uh, catch my fancy. Okay, um, and uh, that that got me like two of them actually. So, and so how did you how did you understand the concept of what this list meant? What I thought it was going to be is just you name a song with terrible mm-hmm. lyrics and it okay. doesn't necessarily have to be the entire song but mm-hmm. could be one line could be just a series of lyrics and it's it's also important to me it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad song oh no most of these i like most of the ones i have on here i actually yeah. enjoy but to me so i t- but you go ahead i'll tell you how i took mine but if if you've laid out your strategy and go ahead okay so the first one i want to start with is um this one will be relatively quick but it's sure. called the song is titled Into the Night and the artist is Benny Mardonis. Um mm-hmm. this is this is like a song from 1980. Mm-hmm. And it has the worst starting lyric I've ever heard. Okay. Um cuz it starts off with a very romantic instrumental intro. So the first lyric is she's just 16 years old. Oh sure, I know the song. Yeah, that song. So what? What's what? What is the what is a uh, good old Benny saying? Well, actually, apparently the lyrics don't actually mean um anything bad. But so just that first line: "She's just sixteen years old. Leave her alone," they say. So other people are telling him to leave her alone. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's what the first line is. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. So apparently it doesn't mean what you think it means, but it's just a really bad look. (laughs) It's pretty bad. It's like when you show up to a Halloween party as a ghost, but your hat is a little too pointy. Yeah. Yeah. So what is he trying to say? What is, what's the... Apparently, uh, this girl was having like daddy issues or something like that, and he was Mm. defending her or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it doesn't mean he wants to have sex with a 16 year old, but it really sounds like at the beginning of the song, he wants to have sex with a 16 year old. That's not great. It's a bad look. You're right. And that also brought up memories of like, uh, 
Like back then, you could actually say that stuff. Like I think like Rolling Stones had a song where they're like, "Oh, oh I, I know you're 15. I don't want to see your ID though." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Oh, that's like back then." It was like, "Oh, that's so cute and crafty." So I kind of like it's. I don't have any songs like that, but it's a it's a good point. Casual pedophilia in rock music is a thing, and it's, <laughs> it's shitty, and it has to stop. It's. Uh, I was. I think at- largely it has because they would be crushed today. I was looking at uh, Kings of Leon songs because his lyrics are always insane. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's got one. Um, she's only 17. She's only that 17, one? but I went and nearly plum forgot it. It's like, that's not a thing. You can't just forget that. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that's terrible. That would be in the forefront of my mind the entire time. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, okay, I'm, I'm okay with uh, Into the Night being the representative of this on this list of... Yeah, I'm just getting started. That's... Uh, creepy rock singers being... <laughs> yeah. Those always, right. like... Those, those take you out of the song when you hear things like that. It's like, oh, okay. Ugh. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so my pick is the only song... On, no, that's not true. Um, I, I hate this song. Okay. And... Uh, I don't have a, I don't frequently have a form with which to disparage it, but I want to <laughs> do that, and I'm gonna use it for this. Um, terrible lyrics. <laughs> okay. Uh, they use four lines to say what you can do with one. <laughs> okay. You only need this song is pointless. This song is absolutely pointless. Because of the lyrics, because the lyrics say one thing that you've already said, which is happy birthday. <laughs> All right, I did not expect you to go there. We don't need this song. We don't need these lyrics. The song is called Happy Birthday. We say Happy Birthday four times. Four times, it. yep. <laughs> we name the person. And the whole turnaround isn't... We're going to switch from saying Happy Birthday to Happy Birthday to whom? Uh, to this person. <laughs> happy Birthday to you. you if, if, if Happy Birthday was completely erased from the canon of human society, it would be, a st- I think... As a world, it would be we nice. Would all, like we would gain like a half hour of our lives back. And I was gonna, I was just gonna ask how much time <laughs> do you think you've spent in your life hearing "Happy Birthday"? Way too fucking much, and it's just the same lyric and it's just "Happy Birthday." That's yep. the lyric, Bill. Yeah. You want Bill? Ask me what the lyrics to "Happy Birthday" are. What are the lyrics to "Happy Birthday," Chuck? Oh, they're "Happy Birthday." <laughs> <laughs> the whole song contains a total of eight different words. That's correct. <laughs> No, six, right? Why? Yeah, ha- happy happy birthday to you is four, and then mm-hmm. dear someone else. There's no dear. Happy birthday, dear Chuck. Okay, so two more, so you're right. So, so yeah, there's six. six different words in six the entirety words. of that song. It is a two-minute long song, and it's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> that's, I promise all the rest of my picks will be actual songs, but I want to... No, that's, I just, that's a good one. I, 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 I hate it. My next, my next pick is the ABCs. I hate sing. I, I. By the way, I don't sing it. No, when you don't. When, no, when we're in a group and it's being sung, eighty-five percent of the time, I just stand there and just go. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not singing this garbage. Well, well song. yeah, you it's can't terrible. be a dick. Like, no, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll fake it, you know. But it's, I, I hate everything about it, and I wish it would go away forever. But uh, so you know what the, favorite. when you know what else is sucky about that, mm-hmm. that. Because it was actually copyrighted, it led to all those garbage birthday songs in restaurants and shit. Oh, like at Chili's where they do the clapping? 
Yep, they all walk out and they clap, and you see like the soulless look in their eyes as they've done this for like the ninety fifth <laughs> time. Like it doesn't it even so feel much. genuine. I wouldn't even want it. Like, just give me the ice cream and walk away. Don't sing me the song. I, you know, you don't want it. I don't want it. Just give me the food. Just give me the free piece of two ounce cake. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your? <laughs> Has anyone ever wanted that? Like. It became a thing 15 Andrew. years ago to pull a prank on your friend when yeah. it's not their birthday oh, yeah. to tell them. Like, Yeah, then they look at you like, what? You told them? <laughs> well, yeah. No okay, one's let's... happy about it except the person who organized it. That's right. Okay, so what's your... Let's let's move on. Let's move on from happy birthday. We've already spent too much time on it. What's your... Uh, what's your... <laughs> There's no such thing. Um. So my next one... Is going to be. I'm just pulling up the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I actually printed out a bunch of lyrics. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Of course, it's the bottom one. It is going to be pretty much anything Pitbull. <laughs> but for this, but for the purpose of this uh, podcast, I will choose uh, "Give Me Everything" by Pitbull. <laughs> okay. Which starts off with the great lyrics: "Me not working hard." Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak. He rhymes he rhymes Kodak with Kodak. But what's the second Kodak? I don't know. Are they me- both references to the style of camera? Yes. It's both. Okay, that's, so How many other Kodaks are there? It's not even a hom... Look, there's a bear, I think. That's a Kodiak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not even homonyms. It's just the same word. Yeah. Me not working hard. Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me with a Kodak. With a Kodak. That's two Kodak mentions. Yeah, you can't rhyme a word with the same word. That's like Rick Ross when he rhymed Atlantic with Atlantic. Um, (laughs) But there's also another lyric in there. Reach for the stars. Yep. and, And if you don't grab them, at least you'll fall on top of the world. I mean, I guess... Assuming you're not on the space station, yeah. Every time you fall down, you're falling on top of the world. Isn't the top of the world the ground? The the North Pole. <laughs> I think no. I think the top of the world, depending on, it's just the ground. It's, oh, okay. So you're just dying. <laughs> like right now, I'm on the second floor or something. But if you, I'm always on top of the world. The top of the world is the crust. That's the the outer layer of the, the earth. <laughs> Pitbull is just a. I could have done all five songs with Pitbull songs, yep. um, but I decided not to. He's got one song that's just like baby, 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 baby. He just says baby a lot in his songs. It's no. terrible. He's terrible. I don't know how he became so famous. Um, he can't dance. Question. He's not attractive. He's not an incredible singer or anything like that. Most of his songs have other people on them. But he's yeah, worth he can, like hundreds of millions of dollars. He can write a catchy hook, I think, is the thing. I think he's got a couple of catchy. Yeah, that's things. about it. The uh, the timber. That's a good. That's a that's a catchy turnaround. Oh yeah. I'm going down. I'm yelling timber. That's a that's a good that's a good little hook. Which he's not singing. Listen, Bill. <laughs> I calls him like I see him, and he's that he's sounded a good like a pitbull lyric. I calls him like I see him, baby. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. Um, I had the first pick, right? Yeah, this is uh, number seven. 
Okay, so I'm gonna go with um, one of this is uh, I'm gonna go with a John Mayer song. Ooh, right. and there there are songs. It's funny because one of my favorite songs is this type of song, but there are advice songs. Okay, there are songs when the songwriter is giving you advice. It's like the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. Yep. It's like okay, there's like uh, the Rod Stewart. I wish I knew what I knew now. Right. And it's like oh, I can take some life lessons out of the song. John Mayer has a song which won a Grammy that he wrote when he was twenty five. Okay, well, that's a good time to give advice. You're very well-traveled at that point. Called The Daughters. Whoa. What? And it's, it's, a message to, to, it's a message to parents to treat your children well. And, and here's, here's the chorus. <laughs> okay. Fathers, be good to your daughters. So far, so good. Great advice, yep. Daughters will love like you do. The daughters will, lo- daughters will love people. Sure, okay. That's... Here's, where we, here's where we go off the rails. The, do- the girls become lovers. Oh, no. Who turn into mothers. Oh, God. So mothers, be good to your daughters, too. <laughs> so now we've completely switched who we're telling the, the thing to do. Oh, man, he switched <laughs> it up on you. We're giving advice to your... I'm 25 years old. I'm giving advice to everybody in your family to just essentially be nice. So so sons are just <laughs> fucked? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, guys, do whatever you want. He never mentioned sons at all. No. Guys Fathers, mothers, life. daughters. Forget those sons. No, it's entirely on the woman's responsibility to treat people nicely. The guys have carte blanche to do whatever they want, whenever they want, do whatever they want, <laughs> because John Mayer said you don't have to do it. Uh, the song won a Grammy for best song in 2000 and whatever it came out in. That won a Grammy? The one it was song of the year. Oh my god! And again, it's it the the whole premise of the song is that a uh, parents be good to your children, which because because your children are gonna have sex with people, and they're <laughs> gonna have children. That's the that's the, I'm not I'm not making that up. That's the premise of the so song. So it's just things that happens. <laughs> that's, that's right. And, uh, I never and would have been good to anybody if John Mayer didn't tell me to. Well, of course not. And I would have never have I would never have had sex with anybody if John Mayer didn't tell me to. Well, did you know that's that's how parents are made? Do you know parents make more people? No, I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay. He never mentioned the stork anywhere. Uh, let me go through it real quick. Nope, he didn't mention the stork anywhere. All right, but, yeah, um, that was fast. Yeah, well, stork doesn't rhyme with daughters. So, God, John Mayer. Does he even have a kid now? Uh, he's like 40-something years old now, so he might. All right. Well, I hope he's good to that kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have three that I knew were going to be in the top, my top three. So yep. n- now I get to the good stuff. That's exactly how many you have left, so perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll see if you take one of them. Uh, this is the only one I can think of that you might take. So I'm sorry if this is the case. Watch, this, it, watch, it, watch it be my number one. <laughs> but this is kind of how the conversation started. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Wannabe by Spice Girls. You're in the clear? All right. In the clear. Wannabe by Spice Girls could be my number one. Um, the t- my top three I could toss around. Uh-huh. Um, so I've printed out the lyrics, and I already knew the song was crazy, but printing out yep. the lyrics, like actually reading it, like, as, like William Shatner, is just really funny. <laughs> Yo, okay. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. Uh-huh. 
So tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, huh. I huh. wanna. Huh. Really, really wanna zig-a-zig ha. Huh. Right. And then the part that makes no sense to me is if you wanna be my lover, you mm. gotta get with my friends. So you have to fuck my friends before. No, I don't think that's what she meant. <laughs> that's what I think. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, well, no, what do you think she meant? No, I want to hear your whole thing on this. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Like, get with some... Anytime you say you're going to get with them, mm-hmm. that means have sex with them. That's okay. really it. Like, like, oh, so you fuck my friends, and then I ask my friends, hey, how was it? Oh, it was good? Okay, fine. Fine. You could be my lover then. So they're like, they're the, they're the guardians you have to get past. <laughs> yeah. I okay. know what it actually means. Sure. But it's just, it's weird. It makes me pause. It's like the, the sex thing. It makes me pause. And <laughs> actually, anything. Yeah, I guess all the pausing is me hearing sex stuff. <laughs> Which is very much how it's intended. That's what they were doing. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. Well, it's forever, Bill. And then if you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Mm-hmm. Taking is too easy, but that's the way it is. So that's like a selfish dude during sex that just gets the blowjobs and never gives oral back. I think, I think, you're, I think you're thinking about it too X-rated. I well, think, that's, that's my mind, Chuck. I'm just an X-rated man. I don't think the problem with this song is the, the subject. I think it's the, that it's written by someone in third grade. <laughs> they were like <laughs> 17 years old. Like, I think there is the weird sex stuff in this song that it's, like, crazy because this was marketed to young people, right? When this song came out, we were 12. Right. But no, and I'm with you. I'm going to support your point here. This is why it's worse. It's because it, it does have these <laughs> weird, um, so if you want to be, you can get with my friends. So on the surface, that means you have to be friends with my friends to. Right. But you've chosen these very specific words. That you're marketing to twelve-year-old girls in a weird way. It's it's a very that insidious, like like it's a it's a disgusting song. <laughs> it's it might be the worst song ever written. I I actually have what I believe to be the worst song ever written on my list here, but like this is up there. <laughs> so then there's a part that's just gibberish with like a bunch of letters. Oh, the best part. This is the, this so. Is, here's a story from A to Z. You want to yep. get with me? You got to listen carefully. We got Which M so in the far, place who on, likes it on. in your let's, face. Let's 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 go line by line here. Okay. <laughs> here's the story A to Z. You want to get with me? You listen carefully. That part yep. that makes sense. Sure. Okay. We got M in the place who likes Who's it M? in your face. Who is M? I don't know. I think that's supposed <laughs> to be one of them. I have no idea which. There's no M spice. We got G like MC who likes it on an. Who's G? I don't know who G is and who, why they like MC if they're G. <laughs> That's a good question. ECV doesn't come from free. She's a real lady. You, you skipped over a pretty big part here. Okay. So the the part of this line, let's pretend we know who these people are. Okay. We've got M in the place who likes it in your face. Great, M. <laughs> I'm glad she likes that. Why is she like it in my face? Who cares? She likes what she likes and I'm not going to judge her for that. Okay, fine. Here's where it gets interesting. It's this one line. We got G, like MC. Okay, G and MC are like each other. Yeah, I kind of spaced this out badly. Who likes it on M? Yeah. Likes it on a what? There's no... There's no... An easy V. Well, no, that's the next person. 
EZV is the next person. So the Ooh, line is this. Yeah. We have G who likes an MC who likes it on an <laughs> EZV. But EZV is a person. Who EZV doesn't come, doesn't from, come free. from free. Yeah. G like MC who likes it on. There's no it thing. <laughs> Sounds like a fucked up math equation. <laughs> this, this is, you said it. It is gibberish. This, this is, is the this is the formula from gravity that they couldn't figure out in Interstellar. <laughs> this is it. The Spice Girls had it the entire time. <laughs> of course they did. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, that's about it. <laughs> Slam your body down and wind it all around. Okay, that just means dance, and then it's just the same nonsense over and over again. Uh, yeah. Anyway. It's up there. It's a. Hey, it's a great pick. It's. It's. Uh, I thought it was going to be higher on your list. The only reason I didn't include it in mine because we had talked about it before. I didn't want to. Yeah. Because I couldn't. I'll, I'll go to my next song. I couldn't. I had a tough time with this list actually, because um, I don't want to sound like a, a artistic dipshit, but like I played music, and I was oh, looking at lyrics, and I was like, well, I can. I can see why. Lyrics are tough, and maybe you can this look into just... and decipher the meaning and stuff like that. And... No, 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 not even at all. It's like just sometimes you're like, yeah, the lyrics don't. Who cares? What the lyrics are. I don't know. It's like lyrics don't sure. mean a lot to me. So it took me a bit. Um, my next one is gonna be okay. So I picked this one. I'm gonna go with a song by a band I like and by a guy I like. Um, but a song, if if you talk about nonsense, it is. As I pull up the lyrics here. Pure nonsense. Okay. Uh, this song means absolutely nothing, and it is, I would say, one of the most listened to songs of the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a title. What? This is song number two by Blur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good choice. I didn't even think about that. And everyone would think, well, this song is called Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay, not a word. <laughs> yeah. But Ooh, that's the only that's the only part I know about the song. I think it's, it's a great song. It's a fun song. I get why it kicked off. But if we're gonna look at what he's saying, there's nothing. There's, oh yeah, it's, no. I got my head checked. Okay, th- that was yeah. I got my head by, checked by a jumbo jet. What? <laughs> but it wasn't easy. But nothing is. Well, here's why it wasn't easy because it's not a thing. <laughs> It's, you can't get your head checked by a jet. That's not a thing that exists in the world. What could that mean? <laughs> N- nothing. It means nothing. Okay. I've thought about this lyric for twenty years. It means nothing. Like there's no like um uh, it couldn't it couldn't be a metaphor for anything. I got my head checked. Which by the way, I always thought was shaved. Yeah, that's but what I, I was up, going to say it's when checked. It's checked. I got my head shaved. Like yeah, that's what checked. I always thought. Well, he's, he's he's British. He's he got his head checked. So when he says check, there does he mean like looked at or like a hockey check, like, like a, hit really hard? Regardless of what he means, it's by a jumbo jet. Yeah, well, he'd be dead if it was hit. Yeah, even he's not tall enough, Bill. <laughs> how do you know how tall he is? <laughs> I know he's not. It's forty feet tall. You can't get your head checked by a jumbo jet. <laughs> I like how it's a jumbo jet too. Like jet wasn't enough. All the lyrics. I mean, then it's. I was gonna so say, what's the other ones? Well, we get the hook, which is just woohoo. Yep. Uh, yeah, but what do they say after woohoo? There's like. When I, when I feel heavy metal. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. Okay, so that makes you say woohoo. Sure. And and I'm pins and I'm needles. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. I lie and I'm easy all the time, but I'm never sure why I need you. Which okay now, those are just so standard. none of these lines have gone together at all. Like no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to the next verse. I got my head down. Okay, that's 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 after fine. getting hit by the jet. Yeah, it's gonna be down. When I was young. Oh, all right. It's not my problem. What? It sounds like your pro- it should be your problem. Repeat the same line. It's not my problem. Wow. Okay. Woohoo. <laughs> I mean, that means nothing. Like, okay, this is this is a good pick. Yeah, this means absolutely nothing. Like, and that's kind of how I, I, I went with two different directions in the list. I went with stuff that means absolute gibberish, yeah, and stuff that's like so dumb it's offensive. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of mayor was so dumb it's offensive. Woohoo! Just is, is gibberish. It's like you took a bunch of letters. You got one of those. Uh, have you seen people who have the magnets that are words on a fridge? Yep. It's just that. <laughs> that, to me. <laughs> it's not and my actually, problem. If we get to it, my number one pick is even more nonsensical, but Blurred song number two is a pretty good representation of meaning really just gibberish. It's pretty good. And yeah. I don't think... I don't think... It's a weird thing that happened to rock music and all music. It's like, these guys aren't poets. This is just nonsense. This is just gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I can't you know, even. That's, that's... I, I've been. I've been thinking. I can't even think of what that means. <laughs> that's just one of those where you're like, we need to write a jam, and and they write the music and the woohoo first, and they're like, oh, we got to put words in here. It's like, oh, this song is amazing. It's a. It's objectively a t- catchy, great song. Yeah, but it's it's the lyrics are just are just nonsense. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your next? Uh, All right, that's a good song, one. Song so number is, four. Yeah, number four. I should have made my number two song number two. Um. No, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so my number four is <laughs> this is another band where you could kind of just choose all of their songs, but mm-hmm. I'm going to choose "Boom Boom Pow" by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, I didn't even think about these guys. That's a great. Go ahead. Yeah, good. So this song, "Boom Boom Pow," if you ever watched the music video, <laughs> this is about um, them being in the future. And they're really cool in the future, and they want to get lots of sex in the future. So they were way off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a song that has the lyrics that Fergie says, I'm so 3008, you're so 2000 and late. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I didn't make it those thousand years. <laughs> um, so... The Black Eyed Peas seems like really easy to be in because you really just do one verse and then you pass it to the next guy and then he mm-hmm. does a verse and then you pass it to Fergie and then you pass it to that Indian dude that no one knows. Uh, you're the Matrix guy. Yeah, the Matrix guy. Look, that guy wasn't in the Matrix. He was in the Matrix. Yeah, so these lyrics just mean nothing. Um, so the first one, the first verse, I got the hit that beat the block. You can get that bass overload. I got that okay. rock and roll, that future flow. No, that that I'm okay with that so far. That digital that's... spit, next level visual shit. Mm-hmm. So, so that's Will I Am saying, "Hey, we're in the future. We got some good music. We're really cool." This is the next level stuff. Yep. So the next guy, um, Taboo, is his name. That's the Matrix guy. Yep. So now it goes off the rails. I'm yep. on the supersonic boom. 
Y'all hear the spaceship zoom. <laughs> yep. But when I step inside the room... Wait a minute. Them girls go ape shit, huh? <laughs> he completely abandoned his premise. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the, the premise was, this is going to be in the future. We're flying through space. It's sci-fi. We're zooming. We're booming. Yeah. And all the girls, uh, I don't know, they go ape shit. Who knows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all stuck on super A shit. <laughs> That lo-fi stupid 8-bit. I'm on that HD flat. So now he's on a television. Yep. This beat go boom, boom, pow. (laughs) So first of all, just the um, looking at these, these lyrics are visually delightful. Oh, they're they're really dumb. (laughs) It's so much. I'm just looking, like looking on a list. I have lyrics pulled up. Just seeing the, seeing the letters boom, B-O-O-M. Repeated yeah. 75 times in a, yep. in a six inch space is wonderful. <laughs> there's yeah. really there's really something about I'm on that supersonic boom. Y'all hear the spaceship zoom. When <laughs> yep. I enter the room, the girls go apeshit. It's not even close. He was doing so well at first. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, saying <laughs> like the mo- one, the most basic. Uh, rhymes in the world. Yeah, there's, like, there's nothing that rhymes with boom or room. It's like, hey, I'm on the attack. You're gonna remember me when I'm back. I'm gonna make everything crack. And, uh, I don't know, it's gonna be awesome. You're gonna shit your pants. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Like, there are other words that you could do. Yeah, that, that verse, just that one verse is like one of the dumbest verses I've ever heard in my life. And... Just because, like, oh, okay, it's so simple. Like, at first, you're just thinking, oh, the rhymes are really simple, fine, whatever. It's just a dance song. And then he's just like, ape shit, huh? (laughs) So then the really uh, fast part is Will I Am going, here we go, here we go. Satellite radio. Y'all getting hit with boom, boom. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) these guys had their fingers on the pulse of the future. Yep. It's 2017 now, and everyone is listening to satellite radio. Oh, it's 3008 now, Chuck. You're no, so you're so 2000 and late. <laughs> I mean, look, don't doesn't everyone listen to satellite radio nowadays? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're broadcasting yeah. this on satellite radio. Everyone right? listens to this it. This is on XM. It's on Sirius. We're all paying thirty dollars a month for radio. Oh my god! <laughs> These guys, they're they're mind readers. They're they're I think future even when time the song travelers. Came out, satellite radio was already like going downhill. But anyway, <laughs> beats so big, I'm stepping on leprechauns. No, that's not a line. Shitting on y'all with the boom boom. Wait, <laughs> so now, he's, now he's shitting on us. Wait, that's a line. That's a line. Beats so big, I'm stepping on leprechauns. But leprechauns aren't big. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Leprechauns are little short things. I, I could step, step on a leprechaun, leprechaun now. Yeah, exactly. And you don't even have a beat. I know. <laughs> you don't need to be a big thing. No. You could say stepping on anything big. <laughs> you could say beat so big I'm stepping on a like a Toyota Tundra. Now Why leprechauns? <laughs> In leprechauns doesn't even rhyme with anything. Nope. <laughs> Again, there's no, there's no other reference to mythical beasts or things that rhyme with icons in the whole song. <laughs> this is a good pick. This is a good pick. I, <laughs> this pick. It's really yeah. I enjoy that okay. song too. I bop to it, and but the lyrics are terrible. All right. Anyway. Pretty bad. Your number. Right, th- uh, this is number three. 
Number three. Um, and this is this is one of the ones that uh is so dumb it's infuriating. It's not nonsensical, so it's probably not going to be so funny. But this is what I believe to be the worst song ever written by okay. man. Okay. Um, and it's just like it's so dumb and infantile that it's like why this was a hit song. And the song is Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band. Oh, okay. I know. I vaguely know it. Yes. It's it's got a very it's uh It's a really bad song. And uh the premise of the song is that he likes a girl. Good start. It's so so it's it's very basic I just hate everything about the song. So the the opening lyrics are I heat up, I can't cool down. You got me spinning. Wanna take a guess? Round and round? There you go. Oh, wow, I nailed it. All right. <laughs> I haven't even pulled up the lyrics yet. Next line, round and round. <laughs> okay. Round it goes. <laughs> Where it stops. Take another guess. No one knows? There you go. Wow, all right. I could write songs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is, this is garbage stuff. Um, I was going to say, we were missing songs where it has really obvious, like, uh, sometimes it's cold and sometimes it's hot. We were missing, we were missing one of those, yeah. Every time... You call my name. I heat up. Go ahead. Take, I, take I actually it. see the lyrics now. I pulled it up, like <laughs> a like a burning like flame. A, like a like where this is this is really like fourth grade. Yeah, this, this is, is uh... what a, this is what a poem is. It's an A B A B rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. So the first line has to line with the third line, and the second line has to rhyme with the fourth line, and it's just a repeat over and over again. And that part's terrible enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he likes this girl. Then we get to the premise of the song, which is. Abra, Abra, Abracadabra. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't think a magician has said Abracadabra in earnest since 1850. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out and grab you. <laughs> that sounds like a felony. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> look, look, at, look at this magic. I did a felony. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Trump told Billy Bush in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Abracadabra, grab your pussy. Uh, it just the lyrics are so terrible. Uh, you make me hot. You make me sigh. What? You make oh. me laugh. What else do you make me do, Bill? Oh, cry, of course. That's <laughs> of the opposite course. of laugh, Chuck. It's, it's, it's just the most garbage. That's <laughs> really bad. Elementary level rubbish. And yep. I just, I hate, and then if you hear the song, it's just, it's, oh, it's everything about it is dumb and terrible. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is just so stupid. It makes me, uh, it, it makes me mad. And these lyrics are all terrible. Oh, man. And, uh, and that's, that's, again, there's not a whole lot of funny stuff about the song, but the first one I thought of when I was thinking bad lyrics, bad song, is what I believe to be the worst song ever written by people, even worse than Happy Birthday, is Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, it's so predictable. Jesus it's a, Christ. It's, it's a, and this song came out like 1980. It wasn't even like in the 50s when like songs were still kind of rudimentary and they were still like rocking around the clock. And it's like, let's make songs about simple stuff. Like this song is just came out like we knew how songs worked by this point, And it's just terrible. So Abracadabra, Steve Miller Band. Pick yeah, like the, three. like the Doors already did this. Like, come on, baby, light my fire. It's like the... Yeah, we can't get much higher. Like those kind of like that things. was a better way of saying the same thing. Essentially, yeah, that's that's a very good point that I didn't think of. But uh, that's there it is. I I hate that song. Those are, I think those are the 
the worst lyrics I know. My my number one pick is going to be more than fun nonsense, but the most terrible lyrics is that song. There's this really really bad uncreative bullshit. All right. Um. So my number well my number one, which is number two, is kind of mm-hmm. the same style. I really hope I didn't take your song. If it's the same style, you didn't. Okay. So I heard this one on Toucher and Rich. Um. Like which is five, what? Which five years ago? What's Toucher and Rich, Bill? Why don't you introduce that for the listeners? Oh, they are a uh, a Boston sports talk radio station, but they also do a lot of uh, funny comedy bits in between all the sports because they don't like being serious about sports all the time, which is mm-hmm. really annoying. Um, no. So one of the things that they and, investigated. Uh, we can give them a shout out. You can download their podcast. They they podcast all four hours of the radio show. It's good listening. Toucher and Rich. Yeah, even if you're not a Boston area sports fan, they do a lot of funny bits and a lot it's of funny listening. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one of the things that they investigated at one point were juggalos, which are oh, uh, fans of insane clown posse. Fuck. Okay. Yep. I already. Um, know. I think. I think everyone knows what you're going with. It's. It's a yeah, great pick. It, it's, it's a really, great pick. It's really good. Um. So there was a point apparently where someone um committed a murder or killed themselves, and they said that insane clown posse inspired them to do it. So insane clown posse decided to counter that assertion that they are all about bad things by writing a song called Miracles. <laughs> and this is a song about all the great things that they've seen that <laughs> blow their mind and are miracles. That's right. And I mean I could I could go on this song for about an hour, but we can, they name some of the most up. basic shit you've ever heard and it's apparently a miracle. Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas. And everything chilling underwater, please. Please. Hot, he's polite. Hey, at least he's polite. He is polite about it. Hot lava, snow, rain and fog, long-necked giraffes, and pet cats and dogs. <laughs> well, it's weird that he only included long-necked giraffes and not the uh, the really epidemic of short-necked pygmy giraffes that are running around the world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a miracle. <laughs> That's, it would be a miracle. <laughs> the sun and the moon... And even Mars, the the Milky Way, and fucking shooting stars. Sure. <laughs> um, Niagara Falls in the pyramids. Oh, everything. Skip- I, I'm skipping some parts. I, I just okay. I just want to. Okay. Yeah, we don't so have to many, go through all of them. It's it's all great. Like listen to this song if you get the chance. Um, Niagara Falls in the pyramids. Everything you believed in as kids. Fucking rainbows after it rains. There's enough miracles here to blow your brains. <laughs> And so most of that song is on a flow, and then this one's really like he just tells a story. Oh I fed God. a f- I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay. It tried to eat my cell phone. He ran away. He didn't, he didn't swim. He ran away. Yeah, sure. Wait, oh, sorry, he didn't fly. He ran away. He ran away. Yeah. And then there's one part in the chorus where they're just like. Pure motherfucking magic, right? This shit will blow your motherfucking mind. And so far, everything he's told me, not blowing my mind. Even a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I won't keep going too much longer, but the second verse is just gold. Well, yeah, there, there's one line in this song that the might be The one line is amazing. Yeah, um, you can ramp up to it. Music is a lot like love. It's all a feeling, and it mm-hmm. fills the room from the floor to the ceiling. I'm okay with I, that line. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around. It's all astounding. All right, That's fine. Also, I'm okay with that, too. You see miracles wherever you look, and they're everywhere. I'm, and I'm sure. we're swerving off the road. Water, fire, air, and dirt. 
fucking magnets. How do they work? (laughs) And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. It's the, it's, okay, so just that, that. (laughs) Those four lines alone is. (laughs) It's really, that, that is some next level, uh, angry, anti-intellectual nonsense. How does he know that a scientist is lying? Well, first of all, that, (laughs) listen, there's a lot of scientists in this world. I'm pretty sure all the scientists on the planet figured out magnets 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of magnet scientists around. This this, uh, two... this guy has never used a fridge. <laughs> Can you picture just two guys in lab coats with the U-shaped magnets with the red tips on the end? Yeah. <laughs> measuring them. Like, can't figure like, out. Oh my god, I can't they... pull them apart. <laughs> exactly. And there's scientists taking notes down. Yeah. But like, and they just, they, they call over... Mr. Insane Cloud Posse, it's like, uh, listen, it's it's just uh, some metals conduct electricity and you hold on to it for longer, and that's and then there's <laughs> negative electricity and positive electricity. And they, yeah, they they can. And you're fucking lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where where did that come from? How does he know they're lying? <laughs> he doesn't. He's just done a lot of drugs. It seems like no one knows how fucking magnets work. <laughs> Nobody knows how they work. There's fucking rainbows out there, man. And giraffes. If you jump down a little bit, yep. Um, he starts. I'll start with the second line of this of this couplet. He says, "These things are the wonders of the world, mysteries most." There's a three things he's listing of the, the wonders of the world. Yep. Well, the first one is crows. <laughs> yeah. The second Crows one are ghosts. amazing, Chuck. <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts, which are a mystery. Sure. Which are debatably real. <laughs> the second one is the Midnight Coast, which is, maybe there's a Midnight Coast somewhere, but I'm pretty sure we figured it out if there is. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> this is a great pick. Uh-huh. Oh, and then we get to the um, the final uh, 50 lines. Yeah. Which is, are you a believer in miracles? Do you have time for miracles? Do you notice miracles? So many miracles. Over and over again. Yep. Well, it's 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 a miracle that they're a band. is certainly a thing. So. <laughs> so, and the music video is great, too, because it's just oh, I'm sure two it's men great. in clown paint. Of course. Just telling you about things that blow their fucking mind. <laughs> like like, dirt like and crows and dirt. <laughs> like crows and dirt. And giraffes. <laughs> uh, uh, long neck giraffes. <laughs> One of my favorite lines that's underrated there is, look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas, and everything chilling underwater, please. <laughs> please. Everything's just chilling underwater. That's right. They're just there for the vibe. Um, but, All right. Okay. Anyway, you're number one. The, um, the official bad lyric song of Foolish the Podcast. I'm, actually, I'm really happy about this pick, and I think you're going to love it, too, because... It's a song, if I had to... It's a top 20 song of all time for me. It might be a top 15. Okay. It's a great song. Um, it's absolutely gibberish. Um, <laughs> I've loved this song for a long time. There's a lot of controversy about some of the lyrics, and I think... and I, I'll, We'll talk about this way. We'll make fun of it a little bit, but it's not like Miracles, which is a garbage song by a garbage band. Uh Sorry, my Google uh, Docs got all fuzzy on me. There it is. Uh, this was written by Bruce Springsteen. 
Oh, no. <laughs> but the version, of course, is not performed by Bruce Breeze. It's performed by Manfred Mann's Earth Band, and the name of the song is Blinded by the Light. Oh, boy. Um, I actually like by- that song a lot. <laughs> oh, it's a wonder. It's a, it's a, it might be a, for its genre, that 70s groovy rock, it's a perfect song. It's very catchy. Uh, it's long. It's got a lot of cool parts. Great guitar lick. Great drum beat. Mm-hmm. Lyrics mm-hmm. that are fun as hell don't mean a lick of sense, no matter which <laughs> way you look at it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I just pulled them up. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll jump into it. And I'm I'm glad this is the official foolish, uh, terrible lyric song because I love this song and I think nothing better fits. Um, you can get blinded by a light. That's Normal. That makes sense. We're starting um, off great. The best part of this song is that he doesn't say douche. He says deuce. I always thought he was saying douche. Everyone always thinks he's saying douche because he's saying douche, but the lyric is deuce. Yeah. So you're you're revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night. What does that mean? Good luck. I don't know. All We're right. not even scratching the surface. <laughs> but go ahead and repeat that five times over. Yep. Um. So I, I, I Wikipedia this song and Bruce Springsteen wrote this song in his bedroom, with a rhyming dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) So he intended the song to mean nothing, and boy did he succeed. This makes absolute sense now. (laughs) Uh, First line, I mean, madman, drummers, bummers, Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to dissect there. Oh, it's... In the dumps, with the mumps, as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat. So this teenager is pumping his way into a hat, and he has mumps, and he's in the dumps. I feel like when this song came out, like, Dr. Seuss just ripped a bunch of pages. Like, fuck, they they came up with it first. With a boulder on my shoulder. (laughs) What? Feeling kind of older. Okay, maybe he's carrying something around. He tripped the merry-go-round, though. So the merry-go-round was walking somewhere, and he tripped over it. (laughs) <laughs> and with this very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, the Calliope crashed to the ground. I mean, so it's, it's, now it's utter nonsense. This is a children's song. This <laughs> is a children's song. And the Calliope crashed around, but she was blinded by the light. Once again, <laughs> revved up like a deuce. And, and, and so the first verse, nonsense, but maybe we're going somewhere. If you um, could guess what that meant. <laughs> so... Now now we're going to now we the second verse we kind of get a picture of what the song is about. Okay. Some silicone sister with a manager manager mister told me I got what it takes. So maybe that's like an agent. Some yeah. some pretty lady with an agent says uh, the manager says I got what it takes and, and you're going to be said, a big star. I'll turn you on to something, to something strong if you play the song with a funky break. So that's the that's the premise of the song. All right, music you're career, bl- sure. You're blinded by the spotlight. Yep. You've been thrown and, off the track of the Okay, yeah. so so that's and now let's follow that up with um Well Go Kart Mozart <laughs> was checking out the weather chart to see if it was safe outside. <laughs> Why is Mozart in a go kart? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why, because little early pearly came by in his curly whirly and asked me if I needed a ride. Uh <laughs> Kids, don't trust early pearlies in curly whirlies. Well, no, early pearly was in his curly whirly. Never trust early pearlies in curly but, whirlies. Don't, but Mozart, don't. Mozart in a go kart was checking out the weather chart. 
<laughs> seeing if it was safe outside. Hey, he was looking for early pearlies. <laughs> yeah, curly whirlies. The fuck Bill, does this mean? Well, Bill, they were blinded by the light. Uh, they were revved up like a deuce into a runner in the night. For the listeners, I'm sorry, but I'm, like, so confused that I'm not even stating my confusion. I'm giving a lot of, like, confused looks. You can't see me, but I'm giving a lot of confused looks. The amazing thing about this song is that the line, Go-Kart Mozart checking out the weather chart, see if it was safe outside, is, like, a cool line that fits. It sounds fun rolling off the tongue. I'm trying to remember how it sounds, yeah. Well, Go-Kart Mozart... Checking out the weather chart, see if it was safe outside. <laughs> so this is a song that's been so good that I've listened to it probably like 20 times or something, and I've never noticed these lyrics. Like, that's the, how... The best part about the song is they get a double thing going, where they okay. have one person singing the chorus and someone else singing the verse, so they go, blinded right. by the light. You do that? Yeah. Blinded by the light. Mm-hmm. Raved up like a deuce and in a river in the night. Don't cut Mozart. Checking out the weather chart. Like two pairs of nonsensical, insane lyrics happening at the same time <laughs> over each other. <laughs> That's just so a, a disaster of, of, of logic and grammar <laughs> and context. Uh, to make one of the better, to, to one of my favorite songs of all time. I think it. I said 20, it might be in my top 10. It's a perfect fucking song. The, the, what about the fun part? But Mama, that's where the fun is. <laughs> Mama always told me not to look into the eyes of the sun. Oh, that's but the Mama, that's where the fun is. Well, the eyes of the... First of all, the sun doesn't have eyes. Nope. <laughs> but that's where the fun is. Maybe he's been looking into the sun so long that he sees eyes. Well, you'd have to ask Go-Kart Mozart, who is... <laughs> Was in the dumps with the mumps and the adolescent pumps. <laughs> Some brimstone, baritone, anti-cyclone, rolling stone preacher from the east says, dethrone the dictaphone, hit it in its funny bone, that's where they expect it least. <laughs> I mean, they're, perf- they're perfect lyrics. They're, like, phonetically. They're fucking ridiculous. Like, not meaning-wise, but just phonetically and by the sound, they fit really nicely together. It's a solid pick. This is a solid pick. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my number one, Amy. We're going on an hour and a half now. I think we did a, we did a good job with this. So the official, how are we naming this? The official foolish lyrics of Foolish the Podcast are those of Blinded by the Light. By yeah, the official writ- foolish song with the worst lyrics. Uh, written by Bruce Springsteen as performed by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. You can't listen to the Bruce yeah, Springsteen version. You have to listen to the Manfred Mann version. Yeah, they put some extra... Oh, it's a great song. It's it's what's the one of the best ever written. All right, I feel like this has been a productive ninety minutes of our lives. It has been. Um, usually, I say some dumb joke and then we end it. So, uh, well, well, Bill, do you have anything uh, to tell the listener? Great. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>